0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Supreme Decisions Legal Minute Podcast, and I am your host, Supreme Decisions. This episode is going to be a little different than our last, probably five, because of one simple thing. Today's episode is not going to have a video. I decided to not video record this one. No special reason, but I want to give you an idea because I'm going to go back into something that's kind of old adage. I'm going to talk about an old story. I'm going to give you a couple of old antidotes. Today, as you see the title, the title is Frankenstein's Monster. Yes. Most people, when you think of Frankenstein, you actually think of the actual monster. But you remember It was Dr. Frankenstein who created the monster, Dr. Frankenstein's monster. Understand that because most people don't catch that in the connotation of the story. It's been told to us a number of times over and over again, and we have no idea exactly what it is. Because even at one point when I was doing a little bit of bodybuilding, getting some weightlifting going on, one of the things I used to refer to myself as Frankenstein when in fact I was the actual monster that Frankenstein was constructing now why did I use or come up with the context of Frankenstein or the Frankenstein monster in an a in an age where we look at police officers getting away with literal murder and the morality of us seeing it as okay is one of the things that do things in which we all become a form of Dr. Frankenstein. Today the story that I'm going to tell comes from February 12, 2013 and it's about former LA police officer Christopher Durner. Now there have been jokes that have been told. Dave Chappelle told one like, oh, we're in the manifesto. He spoke highly of Dave Chappelle. They talked about Cat Williams when he said, well, there was a horrible time to be in L.A. This is when they were talking about 2013. And. The culmination. Was. Was a not actual scene execution of Christopher Donner. But it was something that I actually spoke of or gave in directive of a short that I've placed on YouTube talking about a show of force because there were more than 100 police officers at the execution of Christopher Donner. But I wanted to point out something. Because I I spoke about years ago, words have power. And I also note that the law of numbers in which the amount of people that actually read once they graduate high school, that number doesn't change. And the reason being is because we're in an age where most people don't even think they'll say something and expect someone not to go and check behind them. Because that's not normal for someone to actually go and look To see if what the person is saying is true. But they'll just say, okay, we'll accept it because he said it. We'll accept it because the person that's speaking about it is wearing a uniform. We're supposed to trust that person that's in uniform. But when you come from where I've come from. In my old Anthony Hamilton voice. I want you to understand where I'm coming from. I understand that. The police commit more crimes than the criminals. So I look at story after story and I understand that police aren't able to tell the truth because they're given stock language to write about a situation. They're encouraged and rewarded for not doing the right thing. They're even protected if they are violent. Now, Christopher Donna to us is known for February 3rd, killing Monica and Kenneth Lawrence. February 7th, killing Michael Crane and Jeremiah McKay. He targeted Randall Kwan. He ended up killing Randall's daughter, Monica. Now, what happened was Most people don't even understand what Rampart is, the Rampart scandal that happened in the LAPD. But we do know of a famous LAPD detective by the name of Mark Furman. And we know that LAPD from Rodney King. We know about the things that they are doing or have the culture of because even now... We're watching a police chief that once stated that there were more than 150 gangs in the Los Angeles Police Department prior to him being chief to now saying literally two weeks afterwards, there are no gangs that have been in LAPD. But in the same breath, talking about how tattoos and rags symbolize gang activity when they exact same thing is then pressed upon him about his deputies who are brandishing an American flag that has been desecrated and tattoos. They're no longer gangs. Those are cliques. Those are bowling clubs. He's supporting the violence. But here's the thing. One of the things that Christopher Donna sparked was the one thing that most of us are upset about because he's a former army vet or, excuse me, military vet. And one of the things he brought forth was the duty to intervene. We also talked about being our brother's keeper. We then looked at the information of what happens. When I can't reprimand my brother, do I actually love them? Christopher Donner's story actually began because he reported his training officer, Teresa Evans. It's probably the first time you've heard that name. Unless you read the manifesto, which I have. Teresa Evans was Christopher Donner's training officer or supervisor. Well, he reported her for excessive force on a disabled man. His name was Christopher Gettler. He had schizophrenia and dementia. Teresa was reported because she kicked him in the chest and in the head while he was handcuffed. Now, when we talk about this, generally we don't wanna talk about the cause, because generally the cause is like sitting in a classroom. Generally, the teacher don't catch the person that throws the first lick. They they see the reaction. We feel the, the, the effect of what happened. The causation was Teresa Evans kicking a schizophrenic man that suffered from dementia while he was handcuffed in the head and in the chest. Christopher said, hey, we can't do that. That's not what we're doing as police officers because we're here to protect. Why is that important? Because, like I said, this is probably the first time any of you actually heard the name Teresa Evans. Because Teresa Evans, after being reported for this, was then rewarded. I'm going to say that again. After being reported for kicking Christopher Gettler was a schizophrenic and suffers from dementia man while he was handcuffed in the chest and in the head she was promoted so she was rewarded for her action Christopher Donna was suspended I think we had a situation like that similar where a young lady saw that a sergeant was actually who outranked her was Escalating a situation, because you remember, Officer Kevin Dingle said they're trained to be professionals and de-escalate situations. Well, this training officer was escalating a situation and this subordinate saw that someone was recording. She intervened. Why? Because police officers have a duty to intervene. It's just so rarely seen that it becomes something that is out of the norm when it should be the exact opposite of that. When she intervened, the sergeant then choked her. He was suspended, lost his job, and three weeks later was repaid for the time he had off as well as got his job back. The creation of Frankenstein's monster. They became part of creating Frankenstein because instead of reprimanding the one who was doing the wrong act, They went after the person who was intervening, who was making sure that police officers aren't looked at as monsters. Yes, I pause for dramatic effect because I want you to understand that. Listen to the word. He wanted them to not be looked at as monsters. Frankenstein's monster was only labeled that because he behaved. As those that created him, they called him names, they belittled him, they berated him. What else did he have a choice of being? His environment created what was being then reciprocated. I want you to understand that. So now when we're looking at this, we look at the murders that was committed by Christopher Donner. The police chief stated that the man who had committed those acts was a monster. The man who had killed Monica Kwan, Kenneth Lawrence, Michael Crane, Jeremiah McKay was a monster. I agree with him. He was. He was Frankenstein's monster. He was the monster of their creation. A lot of people have no idea why my email handle Is the ghost of Christmas past. Because I am the monster of their own creation. I'm put into a place to where you weaponize my skin. You weaponize my size, You even weaponize my knowledge. And then you expect me to play nice. But yet you refuse to play nice with me. You call me names in the paper. You got on TV and called me all kinds of things that I've never heard of. You threatened my family. You threatened my children. But I'm supposed to play nice. And then whenever I hold you accountable for those things, I'm the one that's wrong. I'm the monster. I shouldn't do that. And then you ask me to apologize. The question is, why aren't you apologizing for creating me this way? The even bigger question is, what is it do I need to apologize for? Because at the end of the day, if you were doing the things that you were supposed to be doing the right way, there'd be no reason for me to actually look for accountability from you. When you're looking at these things from the outside, it looks easy. It looks like one of those things that you can actually just set up and be good with. But the simple fact is you would rather... Call Me Names didn't actually fix the issue. Because when we're talking about the actual issue, the causation was Teresa Evans kicking, handcuffed, Christopher Gettler, who was in a schizophrenic episode that was suffering from dementia, kicking him in the chest and in head while he was handcuffed. The reporting of that Was the problem, not the fact that she did it, not the fact that none of that is part of police policy, not not the fact that all of that is illegal. You then reward her for that and you punish the person who did not participate. Yes, he was Frankenstein's monster. One officer spoke about Donna shooting an officer with his windows down and pointing the gun out of it. The monster. I remember watching a video of a cop doing the exact same thing to a child, knowing that the child had a toy. You know, Tamir Rice. Because you remember, I talked about the video. Because it took me a while to even watch it. I literally just watched it this year. And the thing that blew my mind was the simple fact that. I was, you know, I'm actually going to combine a couple of stories here. I was watching Fresh and Fit. And Myron spoke about the simple fact that a lot of times people speak out of line because we don't know what the officers actually hear. Well, I was privy to the 911 call where the caller stated there's a child with a toy. I was privy to the call from dispatch to the officer. There was a nine or 10 year old child with a toy. The officer then, when Tamir Rice sees the police car, he gets up to walk towards it. He hits the ground before the police car stops rolling. You know, the monster that rolled up to a child and shot him. The fear that it caused a police officer when it was done to them. You know, because whenever it happens to a police officer, they were ambushed. They were selected they were sought out they were assassinated but when they do it to a 9 year old child it's business as usual cuz it's a monster when it's done to them but it's business as usual when they're doing it to the people they it's business as usual when they're doing it to the people they chose voluntarily chose, consciously chose to serve and protect. They chose, made a conscious decision to be a servant of. It was business as usual. But when they were doing that to Tamir Rice, it was okay because it took weeks before anything even happened afterwards. And now this officer is working again and then lying in a police report. Because I actually forgot about that part because these honest, hardworking people that are going out and they have such a dangerous job that it's not in the top 20 as far as dangerous jobs in America. But we're now going to give them the benefit of the doubt because they put on a uniform and while putting on this same uniform, they become a gang. They symbolize with a desecrated flag, and I'm supposed to honor them. Here's the one thing that I've told all my life. Don't give anybody respect. Respect has to be earned. When I was talking to the Phoenix police director, before I got kicked off Twitter for like three or four months, the question was, if I want someone to be comfortable Wouldn't I have to stop killing them? You're expecting me to give you something you haven't earned. You're expecting me to do your job for you. You're expecting me. Oh, what is that called? Being entitled. You've done nothing, but you're expecting something for it. And if I don't reciprocate, I'm the problem. But I want you to remember something, too, because I've had a conversation again with my guys in Atlanta. Why did you participate in the blue flu? Because we're being punished for doing what we're trained to do. One of the things that most people didn't understand was the simple fact that Christopher Donner, when he was going after the, the Los Angeles Police Department, he was doing what he was trained to do because he was being punished for doing what he was trained to do he was intervening he was reporting things that were not inside the guidelines of what a police officer is supposed to do he was then punished for it so then when he started treating the police the same way they treat citizens it was a problem Frankenstein's monster had gotten loose and I want you to remember this too because the young man That murdered Tamir Rice. His name is Timothy Lohman. L-O-E-H-M-A-N. Timothy Lohman. Because when we're calling out these monsters, when we're calling out these murderers, because again, that's what they label Christopher Donner as. He was a monster. He was a murderer. But they celebrated Teresa Evans. Timothy Loman is back working after murdering a child after knowing that child had a toy but then we're understanding that their job is dangerous compared to what because if I was my brother's keeper and I was able to reprimand my brother for their actions, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It wouldn't be a divide. I could trust someone that wasn't constantly caught lying. I actually could trust someone that had the ability to tell the truth, but the simple fact that they're giving stop language whenever they're told to speak about any situation, they are creating a liar, which is why they don't want the Brady List. Because to have the Brady List is to actually you know what y'all don't hear what, it actually defeats the point of them prosecuting because when you're asking for that credibility, they don't have it. Because at the end of the day, when they're using stock language, how can you articulate something when you have no idea what the articulation is? But that's how you create, when you're accepting those things as they are, instead of as they are written, you are creating Frankenstein's monster. Then you cannot be upset with the actions from that monster. Frankenstein's monster, another officer referred to the training of Donner and the weapons he had. They didn't give much sleep during this reign of carnage. Because remember, that was a Cat Williams joke. That reign of carnage because of his training and his weaponry. I spoke about the reform bill or the police reform act. The same act that spoke about Jordan V. Prince didn't ask for retraining, didn't ask for better training, but it did say we're not going to hire anybody above the IQ of 107. It also said that it was looking for grenade launchers from someone with a low IQ. Now, if we're going rules of engagement, equal and opposite, who in the hell are you using a grenade launcher on? And then why are you giving someone that doesn't have the ability to contemplate, to actually articulate or think the ability to have access to a grenade launcher when they can't tell the difference between a gun and a taser? You're now gonna say, okay, we're gonna give you a grenade launcher. Or we're gonna say, like they did in Walter Chamberlain Sr., Oh, well, we're coming for a wellness check. We know that you're well, but we need to now do some other stuff. We're then going to lie about it. Then we're going to shoot you at close range knowing you have heart issues twice with a pump shotgun. With, yes, it has beanbag, so it was non-lethal, but when I'm shooting you at less than two feet and you're 60 years old, it should be okay. Then I'm going to tase you while you're laying on the ground. And oh, by the way, I'm then going to shoot you twice. And then lie about everything I've done for the past two hours. But I'm coming to check and see if you're well. We accepted that. Now we have Frankenstein's monster. But now we don't want to accept the consequences from Frankenstein's monster. This is, what, this is the monster of your own creation. Understanding, yet the untrained citizen who people are supposed to serve, protect, and expect them to become when they have a weapon trained on them, you know. Uh, what's his name? Belando Castile. Keep your hands on the wheel. Keep your hands on the wheel. Do are you have any weapons in the car? Yes, I do. I am a licensed gun owner. He gets shot on Facebook Live in front of his wife and child. Geronimo's partner even asked, why did you shoot? Geronimo's sitting at the house right now. You know why? Because we've accepted Frankenstein's creation. We're... We're, God, we're actually extorting the fact. We're, 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 good God. What are we, we're actually making it okay. We're moralizing murder because we're telling Geronimo what you did was right. You can go get another job. What we're saying is the person that actually complied is doing the wrong thing because he shouldn't have a gun. Because you were in fear for your life just because he said he had a gun. But when we talked about the exact same thing, where there was a young man who was executing 19 children and two adults. No, we can't really bother him. We're going to lie about everything that happened. Yet when there's a Border Patrol agent that goes in with a shotgun, he went and got his wife and child. We don't want to talk about him. There's a mother who did not have a weapon, walked in, got both of her children, but we don't want to talk about her because she does not match our narrative. And then when we tell them to comply, all of a sudden we got people resigning. We got folks that don't remember anything. We got videos that are just anonymously not being shown. But why is that? Because you had it. You waited 45 minutes for it, but we're supposed to expect that. The idea of a gun is more dangerous than an actual one. Isn't that a shame? Because when D.L. Hughley spoke about it, it was the most racist thing you had ever heard in your life, but when we're actually living it, it becomes our reality. Why? Because we're okay with creating Frankenstein's monster. It's all right to have Frankenstein's monster, but then we don't want to accept the consequences of our own creation. When we're moralizing the murder, you know what, because I even hate, hate to have to say it this way, when we're moralizing the murder, the execution of folks, And we're saying it because the guy that's in uniform is doing it, it's okay. Because it's a guy in this case that no one wants to actually confront. It's okay that the police are lying to us. It's okay that the police don't want to talk. But if you're not a police officer who's a servant, let's not get it twisted. Because again, I talked about the Georgia Constitution, amenable at all times. You are a servant of the people. You are the trustee of the people because you are working towards their benefit. Anything that you're doing is not for the benefit of the people you shouldn't put on that uniform. And I'm called anti-police. I'm anti-bad policing. I don't know anybody who's anti-cop, anti-police, anti-anything, they are anti-bad policing. We are anti-lying to us. If you're taking the job and you don't want accountability, what the hell is the purpose you putting on that uniform for? Because it's for the brave. That's who we make the excuses for. Those that are brave and doing their job. No, not the ones that we are out here and we're watching them and listening to them play victim every time something goes on. Because again, this is the same police department that covered up deputy leaking photos of Kobe Bryant and his daughter. Remember that? Oh, it's also the same police department who fire officers reporting deputy gangs. And one was the bandidos, the other was the executioners. These people were reported. Same police department who failed to follow transparency requirements. And they actually did this with the attorney general. But we're supposed to be okay with that. Because it's the exact same ones that talked about how Christopher Donald was a monster because of his actions. Yet they are actually perpetuating the exact same thing that they are saying that he did wrong. He's a monster when he does it. But they're okay because they're police officers and they're doing it. Remember, equal and opposite. Rules of engagement. They're getting access to grenade launchers and military equipment even though they are fearful of a handgun. Who are you using military style equipment on? Because you're not going into battle. And if you're going into battle, we talk about the the wars on the poor. So if you're going into a poor area, who in the hell has something that can go against a grenade launcher? How many people have access to something that can actually put up some type of damage that is beyond a grenade launcher? Now, I want you to think about something. Understand, this entire situation itself began because a former military serviceman complained about the actions of his fellow brothers in blue. Let that sink in. He was attempting to be his brother's keeper. That was the problem. He was then isolated and then suspended for reporting Teresa Evans for her actions against and actually for the most part a disabled man while handcuffed which was outside of the guidelines of being a police officer this initiated this entire manhunt they stated Donna claimed to be a victim because nothing was his fault because everything was someone else's doing but let that sink in because They're not a gang, even though a gang has a flag. They're not a gang, even though they're persecuting folks for having similar tattoos. They're not a gang, even though they're terrorizing those that are in the community, but they are not doing what the actual gangs are doing. Let that sink in, because again, when they're pointing the guns out the window at people, that's actually just police work. But when someone's pointing a gun out the window at them, that's a monster. When they cover up the leaked photos of deputies who actually put out Kobe Bryant's and Gianna's pictures from the crashed helicopter, that's just police doing what police do. But when a person doesn't cooperate, that's an excuse to execute them. When someone fired the officers reporting gangs, you shouldn't tell on them. Because we're brothers in blue. We don't tell on one another because we can't correct each other's behavior, but we don't want the public to look at us as monsters. But when we withhold information, it's actually business as usual. When they fail to follow transparency requirements of even the attorney general, their boss, their literal boss, it's okay because they're wearing blue uniforms. But it's someone else's fault that You know, the people look at them as who they are. Now, is that not what happens when an officer is targeted, assassinated, or ambushed? Aren't those words that are victimizing that officer or officers? Why isn't it the exact same thing when an officer takes the life of someone else that's actually unarmed? Aren't they targeting, assassinating Aren't they ambushing whenever they shoot a young man that's naked 60 times? Or how about to say, okay, yeah, he had a gun on him and his wedding band sitting on a car seat. So he leaves the gun and his wedding band. You shoot him 90 times because he had a gun that was in the car, not on him where you actually found him at. So that's the justification. He thought he might have could have seen a gun. You shoot him 60 times. But we'll get into that. Or when we talk about Amir Locke, he's laying on the couch. Oh, he pointed the gun at me. But when we watch the video, he never picks the gun up. Don't worry, because I'm gonna let it marinate a little bit, because I want you to understand what it is that I'm saying. Because whether you like it or not, because whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and listen to it. Because this is the exact the thing that's going on. Every day, today, tomorrow, and beyond because we're not fighting back. We're accepting it. We are part of Dr. Frankenstein's creation. We're creating Frankenstein's monster because here's the thing. Are we actually creating the monsters that are hunting the police, as they say it? Or are the police the actual monsters that because we're not, we're actually spoiling the child. Let's put it that way. We're not holding them accountable for the things that they're doing. So are we actually spoiling the child? give you something to think about because again are we creating that monster because when we say a parent doesn't discipline a child what happens the child becomes spoiled and entitled yet we're talking about a police officer doing the exact same thing they're becoming spoiled and entitled because you're holding them accountable for their actions we can have six (laughs) we can have six police officers snatch up a 10-year-old boy for stealing chips but we cannot reprimand a grown adult for kicking a handcuffed adult. Let that sink in. I want you to let that sink in. We're having a problem with someone kicking someone that's handcuffed. That's how can we resist if you on if you're hogtied? I don't know about you. Have you ever been hogtied? Have you ever hog-tied something or someone? There's not a whole lot of resistance that can go on, that can be dangerous, that will require them to be kicked in the chest and the head. I don't care who it is or what it is. If it's hog-tied, it's exactly why even a hog can't get out of that. That's why it's called hog-tied. So now when you're putting these people in these positions why are you then escalating what's the point or well, are they doing what they're trained to do but then being upset when someone is using that exact same training against them during this time LAPD shot now keep this in mind now Christopher Donna uh, dark skinned man 200 plus pounds And again, they were trained because they were in fear. During the time that they were hunting for Christopher Donner, they shot Marjorie Carranza and Emma Hernandez. I'm gonna say that one more time. Christopher Donner is a large black male. Let's call it that. African-American male, large, over 200 pounds, big guy. You shoot two Hispanic women? They rammed a the truck and shot a Honda Ridgeline, a white male, David Perdue. <sighs> Say that one more time. They rammed a truck and shot a Honda Ridgeline and a white male, David Perdue. Not related to Sonny. However, Chris Verdana, did I mention that he was a large black male large african-american male a large whatever you want to say fair dark complected male they shot a white man he was in a honda ridgeline they're actually looking for a nissan titan i don't know if you've ever seen one but a ridgeline does not look like a nissan titan A Honda Ridgeline has no resemblance to a Nissan Titan other than the fact that, you know, other than the fact that they're trucks. That's it. But they want you to believe that they were in fear for their lives because they're hunting. But you shoot three people that have no resemblance to the person that you're looking for. You shoot three people that have no resemblance to the person you're looking for. They're not even in the make and model of the car that you're looking for, but we're supposed to understand that your job is dangerous. You let me know that you are so in fear of doing your job properly that you will kill any random person. That should terrify anyone. Let that sink in. Two Hispanic women, white male, Nobody's driving a Nissan Tundra except for the person they're looking for. Neither of them are dark-skinned, large males. But we should understand that they have a dangerous job, which is not in the top 30. Yeah, i led let that, because again... Dramatic effect isn't even a point right now. It's not even a point. I I just want it to sink in. Because just understand what it is that I'm saying. You want me to feel sorry for you. I get it. But isn't that the cry that you were saying that Christopher Donald was doing? He wanted people to feel sorry for him. For how Frankenstein was creating him. Now you want that same sorry for you. And you want that same sympathy for you. Are we supposed to create Frankenstein's monster? Are we supposed to be accepting of the actions of this monster? What if we're not participating in the, in the creation of this monster? Should we still suffer the consequences of it? Should that monster still not have to be accountable for its actions? Or are you telling me that these grown adults who are professionally trained who are taught to do the right thing but have the inability to I should feel sorry for them. I should excuse them not being able to perform the duty that they signed up for. Because remember, the excessive force. He was fired for the allegation. Here's a kicker. There was a video. Yes. Have you ever seen the video of Teresa Evans kicking Christopher Gettler, have you you ever seen that video? Officer Teresa Evans kicking a schizophrenic man suffering from dementia in the chest and in the head while he's handcuffed. There's a video of it. Have you ever seen it? But Christopher was a monster. Was Teresa a monster when she was doing the kicking? How about the actual cover-up and the lies that was told even during the manifesto? Because even in the manifesto, because I'm actually going off my notes a little bit. I, I had to go off topic just to say, because the one thing that was hilarious to me was the fact that they kept saying, oh, well, we, we were looking for bolts because he was going to leave the country and he was this and he was going to do that. And we knew he was going to try to get out now. I don't know if you ever had the time, opportunity, the privy, or even gave a crap about what was in that manifesto, that 25-page manifesto. Yes, he actually sat down and wrote 25 pages because that's how upset he, he had to do a lot of venting. And that's how we got into the context of Dave Chappelle and all this other stuff and who he hated. He actually talked about who he loved. He talked about his life as a football player. He talked about his military. But did you ever have an opportunity to actually read it? Because what what was funny to me was I was listening to this police officer say I watched the police officer on video say this. I did not read it in the manifesto, which he actually kept referencing. Because the manifesto stated that, yeah, I'm probably going to die here in L.A. Probably going to die. Not going to make it much longer. And whenever they actually caught up to him, he didn't try to leave. He actually hunkered down. Does that sound like a man who was trying to escape? Someone who actually plants his feet in the sand. So let's go. Let's, go, let's end this right now. Doesn't sound like a man that was running. Because he had ample opportunity. It wasn't like all hundred cops descended on him at one time. No, it took hours for them to completely dis- ascend on his location. Hours. But I watched this police officer constantly... Talk about how Christopher Donald was trying to leave. How Christopher Donald was all this other stuff. How Christopher Donald. But again, the exact same person stated that Christopher Donald was wanting to be a victim while victimizing himself. The officer that stated that Christopher Donald wanted to be a victim was actually becoming a victim in his very statements himself. Do you see the lies that you've been told? Because again, it's easy to look at Christopher Donald and his actions as monstrous. Absolutely, without question. But then why was Teresa Evans promoted when there's a video of her doing wrong? Why was it okay for her to do? Oh, again, when I talked about the police unions, they're protecting, they're creating Frankenstein's monster because even now you have Los Angeles Chief or excuse me Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva on a retaliation claim of excessive force video now same police department same one that was talking about the rampart stand same one that Christopher Donna actually spoke about In the midst of corruption. And I'm actually talking about building the waiver like yesterday. This is nothing new. These aren't new issues. These are reoccurring, steady issues. These are things that are brought up by Robin Limon. Alex Villanueva blocked the investigation. Lied about the incident. And created a fake timeline. But again, it's okay because he's a police officer. In fact, he's the chief of police. I'm going to say that one more time. Los Angeles County Sheriff Alex Villanueva blocked an investigation, lied about the incident, and created a fake timeline. Same police department that vilified Christopher Donner, for reporting Teresa Evans, for kicking in the head and chest a handcuffed man, Christopher Gettler, who was in the midst of a schizophrenic episode while suffering from dementia, is blocking, is lying, and then he's creating evidence he's also seeking re-election my only question that I have left is why do the good people not want to see want us to see them doing good because if I want to change the narrative of who who people believe I am I need to show them something different Why is it they only want us to see the bad and then expect us to see them as good? Why do the good people not want us to see them doing good? But here's the better question. If Dr. Frankenstein is blocking... Lying and then creating false evidence and they're doing all the things they're telling us that we shouldn't do. We should cooperate with police. Police are good people. Why then do everything that you tell us not to?